How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Conti and Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. <laughs> the first time they go offense, they take Jordan Love. They take Jordan Love. Listen, Matisse Thibel will lock up. Uh, <laughs> CP3. Oh my. Chris. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Conti and Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. <laughs> the first time they go offense. They take Jordan Love? They take Jordan Love! Listen, Matisse Thibel will lock up- Matisse <laughs> CP3. Oh my god. Chris Paul. Oh my god. Chris Paul, baby. Oh. Right, Will? Nope, I totally disagree. Let's look. <laughs> Welcome back to Conti and Nick. I'm Will Nicholson, and as always, I have with me Gino Conti, and we, we got two guests today. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> we got guests today. We got uh, we got we got Jake and we have Nick and uh, you know we're My boys from Weymouth. We Weymouth all live on the same street. This is gonna be a chaotic episode. Jake it's, is back. It's so, been a while whoa. since we've had so, Jake on, and so we got him live. Jake is What's back. up, ballas? <laughs> so if you have children, adults listening in the room, <laughs> please put them to bed <laughs> or put no, in headphones. Listen, hey, hey! I said I'd be good this podcast. Yeah. We're live. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't. My career is on the line. I, ready. I have internships that are going well. <laughs> My career is kind of on the fence. Jake, please behave yourself. <laughs> you know, That's late night stuff. It. Don't worry, Willie. Oh, we got a late night. Jake, the late night show, boys. Let's go. Hey, we're we're Don't back. Swim. In. Don't swim. Oh, exactly. Are we going double teaming? We're done. Oh, it's a, it's a double tower, baby. <laughs> and folks, good night. <laughs> and roll the intro song. No, we're we're back here live though, number thirty three. It's uh, it's good to be back. We're talking the uh, the NFL awards today. We're getting towards the end of the season. And I finally convinced Will to talk some baseball today. A little bit, a little so bit. You know what? I'm so happy. I've been bugging Will, and I'm sorry I've been bugging you. I don't know anything about baseball. It's, it's all good, but, I'm, but ready. That I'm like, dude, we'll bring Jake on. He knows his shit. And the baseball audience will listen. That's true. Right? They will. So, what, want to get it out of the way? Yeah, yeah. Well, I do, we're, I want some baseball. Okay, so we'll talk some baseball here. Okay, so for those who don't know, I believe today, right, is the deadline for Clemens and Barry Bonds, right, to be um, inducted into the Hall of Fame? Or I, at some point this week, within the next couple of days? I'm not sure what day it is, but yeah, uh, this is their final year on the... Eligibility, right? Yeah, because when you first retire after the five-year mark, you got 25 years before... You're off that ballot, and you can go into the, I think it's like the old heads ballot. You yeah. can get in later, but the main ballot. Yeah, is the like first like the th like the deciding factor, like what puts you in the Hall of Fame, and we all know, I believe at this point, the story with Clemens and Barry Bonds. Um, I think that's kind of a well known thing after 25 years. Um, so yeah, Jake, what? Yeah. Obviously, Jake, we both know you're the baseball expert here. You're definitely the guy to talk to when it comes to matters of the sport. But I think there's no question about it that, and you would agree, but before their steroid trials and before their steroid controversies, that definitely both men had Hall of Fame careers, right? Oh, definitely. And right now, from last time I checked, David Ortiz is leading the votes with, I think, close to 83%. And also, Bonds and Clemens, I will say, is over the 75% mark because that's what you need for votes to get into the Hall of Fame. But now, say if Bonds and Clemens don't get in the Hall of Fame, and Ortiz does, that'd be a travesty because Ortiz did have a scandal back in the early 2000s where he was on the list saying this happened with many players at the time. But 
Bonds is arguably one of the greatest hitters of all time, if not the greatest. He finished with, I want to say, 714 home runs, maybe a little more. I'm forgetting off the top of my head, but just a player to hit 73 home runs in a season and be walked, intentionally walked, mind you, hundreds of times. And that was back when they had to throw the four pitches. Exactly. Right before they could just make the like signal, I'm intentionally walking. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, and then Clemens himself, he had the record for most strikeouts in a game, and I think it was 21 at the time, and that's just phenomenal when he was with the Sox. Even today. Yeah. yeah. Still phenomenal today. So, what do you think? Um, in terms of yes, this is year 25. This is the last year of eligibility. Do you think that this is something like? That shouldn't have even gotten this far. Do you think? Do you think year one, like say the the first year of eligibility, it should have been no question about it. They should have been in, or like, Ooh, or that, do you uh, know what I mean? No, they shouldn't have just because of the time period. Yeah, that was right at the height of the steroid era at the end there, mm-hmm. and that put a bad mark on the MLB at the time. But now it. We've been living through it for so long. So many other players who probably should have gotten in after Clemens and Bonds have now made it in. Now it's their time. Even there's some players on the ballot right now, too, that should probably get in even before Bonds and Clemens just because they have a clean record. Yeah. So uh, you're saying pretty much, all right, 25 years is enough. They've paid their penance, essentially. All right, get in there. You know what I mean? They're saying, you're pretty much saying enough's enough. Now's the time. Like, Enough yeah. bullshit, let's go. They should have gone in probably 10 years ago. You think so? It was yeah. around the 15-year mark? Yeah. So do you think that t- today or whatever the uh, the final day for eligibility is, would you say that if they don't make it, it, like you said, it's one of the biggest like catastrophes in baseball, but do you think in general like this time period, like this week or week and a half time period, is one of like the most like important times in baseball history? Because like, there's a lot of history in the sport. But do you think like this is like a landmark thing that people will be talking about till like when our grandchildren are old? You know what I mean? I definitely think it will be a huge story for MLB, especially now. This is one of the biggest lockouts that baseball's had in a long while. And it determines if steroid use should be allowed into the Hall of Fame, really. So yeah, I think it's a good turning point where again, for baseball players, I in general, I do think steroids are not not a great thing. Let me let me put it that way. It's not a great thing. It's fair, but it's fair. for some of the great players, they should not be taken off face of the ballot, <coughs> blacklisted because of it. Because yeah. you still have to hit a baseball that's going over 100 miles an hour. You still have to play a full nine-inning game that'll take, back in those days, over four hours to play. Each day. Each, Each day. day. Yep. So... I mean that that's insane because like like you said we've kind of went over it. This is something that it's a case of these two players already had legendary careers before they were caught. Yeah, you know, and who knows how long that they'd been doing it before they got caught? Who really and truly knows? But it, it the the gym, the majority will say that if they had not done this, I mean, regardless, they were going into the Hall of Fame. Okay. And I don't know what you think about this. I personally just think that they did it to extend their careers and just to extend their longevity. I don't know how you feel about that, but... I mean, that's part of it, but yeah. think about it. Everyone's trying to get a leg up, and this is the time 
the 90s, early 2000s, right? That's everyone was taking everything, really. Well, was, I, I was about to say the, that. I was about to say, like, you got to keep in mind. I mean, what's the saying? If if you find one cockroach, think of all the others you don't find. Whatever the saying yeah. is, if if you find one person taking steroids, I mean, think of all the people, or a couple taking steroids, think of all the people who who are taking it. That if, you this is, if this yet. is what they're going to show you, imagine what they're not well, showing ex- you. That, well, yes, exactly. The funny thing is, I mean, steroids in some way or another have been being taken for sports since even back in the 60s with yeah. the Russians and during the, well, during the Olympics, really. Yeah. And because people didn't know what they were. Boxing it, MMA. Yeah, yeah, box. dude, dude it's, recovery. Recovery. It's, it's recovery. It's everywhere. It's, yeah, like we're talking MLB right now, but you look at NFL, NCAA, I mean, maybe even NCAA, like it's everywhere. F- football man. players still take PEDs to like get an edge to recover from injuries. Like, it's yeah. it's now, not a new thing. HGH is not a bad thing. It's bad when you get caught, but think about it. It helped Peyton Manning. It's helping Tom neck. Brady right now. There's no way Tom Brady's not on HGH. I'm sorry. Listen, dude, uh, dude, everyone is I know. on a certain thing. Oh, yeah, thing. for sure. Like, but there's, you're telling me the TB12 diet is the reason that Tom Brady can throw further and harder at 40 than he could at, like, 24. I'm, what, I'm, what's Alex Carrero feeding you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I just, I refuse to believe that. Well, no, but what, think about how many quarterbacks have done Like, you said Peyton Manning fucking a, took A career-ending like, neck injury, in reality, yeah. he taking HGH. He took that year off. He, he was, he kind of, like, retired for yeah, the year yeah, yeah, yeah. to kind of stay away from... Uh, getting suspended with it the happens for sure so think and think about how many quarterbacks have probably done that yeah there's well look at been a thousand. yeah he, he got caught taking uh some type of pee yeah it, it was a pee i don't know what it was but it was something recovery they all do it but i mean right after you so does, does that make someone or... not a hall of famer because if they were taking like you know steroids and shit in the 90s then there were probably a bunch of other people doing it and they were still yeah. dominant. So, so this is so know. this is actually a good segue, kind of for like my wrap up final question, because I didn't want to talk that long about this. What jig? What or what would you specifically say to the people who are very adamant, stuck in their ways? Like, no, he cheated. That's that. That doesn't belong in like such a legendary like arc in baseball, like at the Hall of Fame. Like, what would you say to those people? Because I mean, there's definitely some out there who go, no means no. Like, enough's enough. You know what I mean? Like, they cheated. Now. The cheating's been in sports forever. forever. Since yes. that's if the there's thing. competition, there's cheating. It's, it's how it, with anything. <laughs> so how are you is. gonna keep? If we want to go football aspect on this, are you gonna keep Peyton Manning out of the top five quarterbacks of all time because he took a performance enhancing drug to extend his career? Are you right? gonna say Brady's not the goat because of the flaky? Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah. Even like if you want to go Does... pass rushers, Von Miller right now he was he got popped for PEDs. They, they um, all Jones was do on it. Lawrence they, Taylor, they dude. literally all. Well, all right, Lawrence Taylor. He was on crack. He was on crack. Who was on crack? I was about to say Lawrence Taylor's got his own thing going. Yeah, on. <laughs> it's an I example though. Lawrence, no, it is an example. He's a different breed though. But I think every type of athlete, especially in in baseball, like like I said, I'm not a big baseball guy. Everybody knows that people in the 90s and 80s playing baseball were taking mm-hmm. stories. They know that. Everyone in the well, 70s and early 80s this. was taking coke in basketball. I, I this cannot, just I cannot, I can, <laughs> Just because I cannot remember the name. But in the 70s, this pitcher threw, I think, a complete game. And he was on acid the whole time. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, he Very he, true. he saw three batters. He's like, all right, I'm just going to. 
throw it there. I've, I've heard. Wait, yeah. I've heard that story because this was where he said he saw three <laughs> three batters and he just threw the one in the middle. Yeah, I've I've heard that story and I know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. I also don't know the name of the pitcher. That's the most impressive thing. Someone look up the name. Someone look up the <laughs> I'll, name. I'll look yeah. it up right now. It, for someone to dominate against a team, I think he actually threw a no hitter. Did he? On acid. Yes. Is probably one of the most impressive things in sports ever. And just putting that out there. I mean, that that is pretty not. I mean, what about the guy who got struck by lightning with Babe Ruth? Oh, 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 Caldwell. This is, this is barbershop talk, just so you guys know. So this is gonna be oh, yeah. this is gonna be a bit more it, of like a loose was, episode. Uh, either Roy or Ray Caldwell, and he got he was a relief, or he was either he was a pitcher with the Indians. Doc Ellis. Ellis. Doc Ellis. Doc yes. Ellis. Doc Ellis. Doc Ellis. Distant relative of Talk Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't believe that, guys. We're not here to throw BS on this podcast. Who's the guy, who's the guy that was like, y'all were trash? That YouTuber? Oh, uh, <laughs> In yeah. In the yeah. locker room? I already said, y'all trash. <laughs> y'all are trash. <laughs> they met LeBron, by the way. Oh, you did they? What? they? Yeah, they met. You know RDC World? You ever hear of them? Yeah. They, they do like the LeBron in the locker room videos type shit. They do a whole <laughs> bunch of like, you know, comedy skits that end up on, on Instagram, like sports ones. They're really funny, and they did one of. Uh, they've been doing LeBron in the locker room for since he was like came back to Cleveland, where it's like LeBron in the locker room after game one, and he's like, he's like, Kyrie, help me! Like they're, they're funny. They got to actually meet LeBron. It was sick. Like they they went to like the premiere of Space Jam and got to meet him. So what you're really telling cool. me is the Lakers are down that bad. They signed them to a ten day contract. Oh yeah, yeah everyone's getting ten day. Jake, go get a ten day contract. Oh dude, I. Beyond the arc, big man. You know how it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the so, short and fat. That's how I do it. Freeze so, only. So we're gonna, we're, we're gonna have to make it. Eyes, huh? Yeah. We're gonna have to rig it somehow, some way. So it's like two K mode where you put the three pointers up to like a hundred percent accuracy. We'll turn big sliders. Listen, yeah. I'll, I'll never forget when I had no idea that I was up all the way and I was hitting half court shots with Wilt Chamberlain. I don't know. I was like, boom! I started going crazy. Everyone was looking around. We were all dumbfounded. Then we looked on the sliders. Is up all the way, <laughs> but, but I still hit him. I still hit, baby. I still hey, hit. I remember there was one time. Like we're, we're saying, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Exactly. Bro, you were playing with Miami, and like you green bead with Hassan Whiteside. You just get up, start clapping. You go, ah, 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 like something. Ah, yeah, baby. Got to turn the sliders up. Got to do it. Uh, should we get into the NFL awards? Because I want to. I want to hear what what the boys got to say. What what award do you want to start out? Do we do we start? I started with offensive rookie of the year. We okay. can start with whatever the hell you. Yeah, want. we'll 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 do rookies and we'll go like coach, depoy, and like MVP right. and stuff like that. You, you boys can go first. Yeah, who, who do we got for the rookies of the year? I think it's going to be an offensive tie for the rookie of the year between Ooh. Chase and Mac. I have hey. to agree. Is there a tie? I like, can you tie? Yeah, yeah. You oh can yeah, tie. you can. Tie. Oh, I didn't. It's it um didn't. RG three and someone else. Tied? I think so. Him and uh, Wilson, uh maybe. I'll I'll, I'll really? get on that. Real I, quick. I actually I, I must I'll be tripping. I honestly don't remember that. It's been a while. I remember from Madden. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, Chase had his lull recently with drops, and then of course Mac with his last poor, couple weeks poor play. Which there were times in those games where he did look like a a good quarterback, really coming back and showing that he's. He can fix those rookie mistakes. Yeah, he's mature. Like, and here's the thing: I I tell a lot of people this about Mac Jones. I go, I don't think you boys realize like he's a rookie. And there are gonna be games where he looks like a rookie. And I go, happens. if these are the games where he looks 
But if these are his quote-unquote bad performances, he's, he's learning. He still outplayed Carson Wentz. Yeah, like, like he's still like performing. Like he his bad days are like below average. You know what I mean? They're not like the worst thing you've ever seen. And yeah. as he matures, it's just gonna get better. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, like, he'll never be the best quarterback in the league. He can we um, can we stop yeah. the narrative really quick that Mac isn't a cold weather quarterback? Can we stop? The kid is playing. I'm not ready to entertain that. He's. Yet. I'm not ready to entertain that either. And He's also, can, this entire life. can can we talk about how Tom Brady is a Cali kid played in Michigan and then went to New England and he had to adjust to the cold weather? But, but think about this though, Mac went from Florida to Alabama. True. Mm-hmm. Now to New England, where he's seeing more weather. And this season, he's actually had decent weather. Yes, it's been a little rainy, a little more windy, but yeah. it hasn't been super cold. That Not Buffalo game snow. was the only one where I was like, oh, the weather affects it. And but how people, many times did he throw? Three. Yeah, he like, <laughs> I will say with that, that shows, since he has a weaker arm strength, they do not want him thrown into the wind. That's why Josh Allen, one of the, the strongest arm quarterbacks in the league, threw 30 times. And even then, the ball was... And getting I, I know we're, we're Patriots fans and everything, but really quick, how good was Josh Allen on Sunday? Oh, he's Holy, phenomenal. He holy was, was that awesome. guy throwing the ball. I was like watching the, the film reviews that people do on Josh Allen. It might It's one of the best throwing performances I've seen. Yeah. I'm sure there's been better, but ones that I've like watched live, this dude was just, he was flinging it. One man. of the best performances I've ever seen was Aaron Rodgers versus the Dallas Cowboys yes. in that in no, that look, st- Statistically, in it was not the best throwing performance ever, but even with all the drop touchdowns, Josh Allen was like anticipating a guy like 20 yards because his arm's that big. I mean, he, it, it he, was, he, he, he can run, too. It was, Did dude, you see he's the running guy? out of the pocket. He he's sling it. It's it took three of our defenders it's to take insane. him down. It's he he kind of looked insane. like Mahomes there where he'd draw the defender in and then he'd shovel it out. And then boom! It was a crazy I performance from that, that. That was a great play. I now, will say that. If to stick on the quarterback, the whole game was awesome. Throws, Drew Locke, one of the best performances by him. He, he had a good he game. Didn't, yes, he, did, he yeah. didn't light up. No, the no, stats. He, that he, he it wasn't. On. It wasn't a sexy stat line. I'll no, it that. wasn't. Yeah. Didn't throw any touchdowns or interceptions, but he had like 153 yards. Yeah. But he's a person holds on to the ball for a long time. He got it out, put it in the right spots. Yeah. He moved the ball. That's the yeah. thing that's always been with the Drew Locke. It's like he he's got a you know a pretty big arm and you know he's he's not you know super accurate but he's accurate enough. But it's always that he holds the ball too long and he makes a mistake. Yeah. And we saw that in the game before where they had a fum- we fumbled it just from standing there. Yeah. Like it's just he got strip sacked. But he played a really good game. He got the ball out. He threw a couple of darts to the sidelines. Made a lot of good completions. A lot of good and, stuff and, downfield. It was good. So. <laughs> My offensive rookie of the year. Oh, I, yeah, I need to hear this. Uh, <laughs> I said Rashawn Slater. <laughs> no, no. There is no way. Jake, big man. Yeah, it's an offensive lineman. Jake. Oh, hold on, hold on. I, I need to hear this. Jake, what are we? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, they could, uh, actually. Absolutely, no, absolutely. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. No, hold on, hold on. This. No. Let's you can't debate this. No, no, listen, listen. Quentin Nelson should have won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Who do Michael, Rashad, I always Michael get Michael Owen, should have won it last year. Rashawn Slater's the Chargers, yeah. right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And think about it. I always get him and Derrissaw mixed up. I don't know why. But so, Derrissaw went to the Vikings. Uh, yeah, yeah, Vikings. Yeah. I always get him to hold clubs. his own and really bully around all pro, pro bowl <laughs> DNs and keep uh, Herbert upright. Phenomenal for a rookie. For a rookie offensive tackle that was honestly, they thought more of a project than anything coming out of, what, Northwestern? Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I mean, compared to... There's um, no way Rashawn Slater is your actual pick for he is. offensive rookie. Look at my notes. How? Now, think about it. Okay, <laughs> right. okay. He's not going to win it. We're, I don't think he's going to win it. Okay, he won't but, win it. He won't win it. But <laughs> It's a good I, honorable mention, but like I your love pick? It. I yeah. love it. Because I, I like the it. big men. I, I think love I did it. it. <laughs> no, but, but, but listen, there's some actual logic to this. Okay, listen, I know he's not gonna, but when we talk about people who should... Like, let's be real. Like, th- these awards, in, in my opinion, are bullshit. It's a popularity contest. Okay? It's, it's yeah. who makes the sexiest play. It's who, like, makes the best highlights on the and NFL it's network. It's time to, always to go players because yes, they're and, the ones that people want to see. Yes, well, and, also, they put up good stats, too. Uh, we got to give yeah. the guys some credits. Now. Okay, yeah, people will look for the yards. People are going to look for yeah, the touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, but they're not going to look They're for not the going to appreciate the pass blocking. They're not going to appreciate the actual protection that's, of what makes fair. that play happen. That's you know? completely you. fair. You took the words right out of my mouth. But when you what? have a rookie quarterback who's leading a team to the playoffs and ha- completes 70% of his passes... That's my pick for offensive rookie of the year. I agree. As, as he gets the ball out, he's quick, but, he's decisive, well, listen, he knows I, when to put I, it, how well, to that's put why it. I'm, I'm keeping it a tie with uh, Jamar Chase, because yeah, that's n- fair. now there is a complete, I mean, Burrow has a complete chemistry with somebody, Yeah. on top of having T. Higgins, who's, uh, who's very good. And an offensive line that is still season. being built to now. Yep. Yeah. That offensive better every dude, single for season. The love of God, <laughs> taking offensive linemen in the first round. It's a this disgrace year. that they did. Please, Sewell. it's a disgrace Sewell's that they did. Sewell's been amazing. Listen, I no, Sewell's been Sewell's so been, good. No, no, I, He's I will. Been so I still, as this point in the season, I'm happy with the uh, Chase pick over Sewell. I, you know what? I, I can respect it to a degree. I mean, I mean, hindsight is look, twenty twenty. We, I mean, you'd hindsight is take, twenty twenty. You'd rather take Slater over Chase, I'd say, or even over Sewell. Yeah. Just because he, it's, Slater, I don't know, Slater I think is outplaying him. Yeah, yeah, but also Sewell's on the line. It doesn't team, matter. Man. It does matter. As well, a lineman, it doesn't matter. It's the like, Bengals had no weapons. Where was the the only Bengals weapons was Joe Mixon. That's, That's not true. true. Well, yeah, I mean, T. T. Higgins was dude, okay. where was T. Higgins that year? T. Higgins how was many, good. He was good last year. How many? How many drop passes did he have? That Way season? too many. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah, what I'm trying to say. But what I'm telling you is, like, he was unreliable with the ball. But what I'm telling you is, like, he was somebody who, even though he had those faults, he put up an, a good enough of a performance that season for people to be excited about his future. Sure. I know, agree. And, and let me I tell you, Tyler Boyd is criminally underrated. He is underrated. He is Tyler underrated. Boyd is criminally underrated. Yes, okay? sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. No. <laughs> and, 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 Listen, CJ Uzama, or whatever the hell his name is, he doesn't light the world on fire. He's not a sexy name, but he's a solid tight end. He makes okay. the plays. He yeah, will make the plays. Is. And Joe Mixon, uh, Ben, has been injury prone, but this year turned it on. This year he's I really was pissed. He's snapped. He 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 oh my god. god. He was on my fantasy team last year, and then <laughs> I had to throw it all out of the uh, way because. I picked him in the first round, and then he. <laughs> oh, no, no, the second round. Okay, I was, I was like, it was on. Uh, it was Josh Jacobs and Mixon. My first. Those two are picks. still not good. That's, <laughs> At the time, I was like, worse. oh, I'm gonna light it up. No season. Let me just let me just note that in 2013, my first two picks were Doug Martin and Trent Richardson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, oh, I'm set for the future, baby. I'm lighting up the world, baby. Hey, well, let's let's round the tape real quick. So, offensive rookie of the year, Rashawn Slater. I have Mac Jones. I think he's had a better year. 
Mac Jones, most definitely. I got the tie with the Chase tie? and Mac Jones. That, that's fair. Right. We, we, we flew through rookies. Yeah. So <laughs> We I got mean, defensive rookie, too. So, I mean, I don't think this was this, a take This should one, not right? be close. This should not have right. any debate. <laughs> Three, two, one. Michael Parsons. Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> I was, <laughs> I, I I was just, waiting like for someone to say, Jeremiah Kawusu, Karamar, whatever it is. Kawusu, Karamar. Jason Horn. Yeah, oh, Jason Horn. I love Jason. I love Jason. I'm like, I love Jason Horn. Realistically, but... it's not close. It's Micah Parsons. Oh yeah. yeah that, I will say that Micah Parsons reborn. Oh, Get that God. man some crack. <laughs> Get the man some crack. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him play. <laughs> Well, one thing you're not going to be short of is plenty of short clips. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, know. I, I can't wait. No, but it's it's got to be Micah Parsons, right? It's, Micah Parsons. It's got to be. The way it's got to be. It's, yeah. it's well, not, dude. It's not. I will say, if they give Micah Parsons Defensive Player of the Year, give Rookie of the Year to Sertan. You got to show the love. Uh, you got to show the love. And he's playing so well for a rookie linebacker, and that they switched halfway through the year. To be a pass rusher instead yeah. of in coverage. Yes. Yeah. They had him play DN for like three or four games. And he was, <laughs> and he bull was rushing good. People. His speed, his strength. Yes, he still has to learn how to be more of a pass rusher. But yeah. that's okay right now. He's that's getting right. to the quarterback. He's at it, making pressure. And I, he got sacks. Dude, He's getting I gotta, sacks. I got to say, I not only does Micah do good off the stat sheet, he does great on the stat sheet, which yeah. is incredible. Yeah. I got to say, though, I looked like a maniac for saying that Micah Parsons should go top three or top four in the draft. I was like, when the 49ers oh, moved up. Oh, I agreed up, with you. I, oh, you oh, you yeah. agreed, but yeah. people, a lot of people did not. I was like, oh, the 49ers, boom. You, you got Fred Warner, Michael Parsons. You already have Jimmy G. Yeah, what, else, what else are you Nick getting? Bosa and oh, Rick Armstead. Well, I'm like, what are you? And then we're like, oh, they're taking a quarterback. Fourth overall pick. I, and I said in my first ever mock draft that I did, not Episode on the show. Episode one, baby. No, not even in that. That, oh, one, really? that one I had um, We both uh, had Kyle Jones. Well, I had Kyle Pitts going to... Going to Atlanta. Yeah. But number four, in my very first mock draft that I made, I had a Micah Parsons going number four to Atlanta. I, I definitely think he should have went top five. He should have. Yes. But the thing is, the off-field stories yeah. came yeah. up and everything like that. And understandably, he dropped. So the one question, and, and it's not a debate on this season. Okay, the one question I do have about Micah Parsons, like you said, Jake, like he definitely has to work on that technique and he definitely has to get fundamentally better. Do you believe that next season, say if his technique doesn't improve and they got the guys have film on him and offensive linemen can see his tendencies, do you think he'll have a sophomore slump? No. Yes. I don't think so. Yes. In the yeah. pass I think rushing, he's too talented. No, no. In the pass rushing okay, stack sure. barrier. But I'm not sure what's going to happen with Van Der Esch, right? Or it's a shame, man. Or DeMarcus I, 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 li- I like him. Yep. Well, DeMarcus Lawrence got paid. He got the bag. So, yeah. So, yeah. But also, he's been injury prone. But who knows? They might decide... To move Parsons more in the middle, which might... they should do because he's so fast. But think about that dude can now, cover both sides of the field. Exactly. Faster. Think, think about the pass coverage. He, he'll be just like Leonard, Darius yeah. Leonard. He's better. Like he that. would be better than Darius Leonard yeah. in my opinion. He was, oh, that, that, that's, that's, that's bold. That's bold. I'll say him. I'll say. I think he's faster and I think he's more physical. He's fast. Yeah. All right. He's fast. He can rush and he's great in coverage. I can see that. I can see that. But I mean, think about his speed in the middle. Of the field, I, I agree can, with you. He completely. can bang with the running backs. It's, so he's it's gonna... not like he's a fast guy who's like soft either. Micah hits you. Yeah, he, yeah. He hits you in the fucking mouth. Like so, dude, Micah goes. Hard. I'm not even yeah. here questioning on whether or not he could do it, but is that kind of taking away from his strength? Do you know what I mean? Is that kind of taking away from something that really and truly like made him special this year? I don't you know? think so. 
Because I'm not here trying to tell you he'd suck at middle, but I mean, his main appeal this year, I'd say, would be from yeah. the, the DN. I mean, why, why do we why like, do we gotta put Micah Parsons either in the like, box too? Like, a, like no. he, I can stand he, he up could three, do both. Four, like, or, or a hand he could in like do both. Four, three. You could you yeah. could legitimately switch Micah Parsons mid game from DN to linebacker, and I don't think that there would be he wouldn't well, like well, blink an eye. Well, I mean, we could say that, but you could do different skills. They should hire a, a you know a real defense. Actually, Dan Quinn's done pretty. Dan good. Quinn's done know. a great he, job. He's done pretty good. Dan Quinn has done a great job. I just hate Have McCarthy. Have you seen that defense last year? I just, I just hate Dude, McCarthy. That defense, last I hate year, him. that defense last year was run by Mike Nolan, who hadn't coached uh, like last year. So in 2020, his last coaching job was in 2014. As a defensive coordinator, and in 2014, uh, I can't wait to talk he, about defensive player of the year. Then, if we're going to be talking, Cowboys I know, yeah, yeah. I know. yeah. And then yeah. we had, no, we're getting there. there. Yeah. So, uh, no, I think that Dan Quinn has done a phenomenal, phenomenal job. Yeah, okay, and shout out Colin because Colin names he agrees with me. So you know that yeah. means he's smart because he agrees. So with we me. we <laughs> all we all agree, Micah. I don't think it's close. I no, love how no. we talked about Micah in the future. Like, oh, we, he's got it locked up. Yeah, he's got that locked up. So, uh, do you guys have a comeback player of the year? Because. Uh, because I have a comeback player of the year. Who do you got? I got Nick Bosa. That's you know, not bad. Because I got... Yeah. So, yeah. honestly, when me and you know, when Nick were talking about this earlier, I didn't know the big names that were injured for this year. Mm-hmm. Or from last year. We planned this year. But Nick Bosa makes a lot of sense to me. Nick Bosa makes sense. And here's the thing. Nick Bosa will win comeback player of the year, but he will not win defensive player of the year. Yeah. Even though his name <coughs> should just be... As high as some of the other players, because he's having a fantastic. Year. He's having a really yeah. good year. I think his I think his name definitely warrants um, attention for defensive player of the year. I have one, um, and we said it last week. Will definitely disagrees, uh, which should be fun. But um, I just think Nick Bosa, especially like, it was like his arm, like his or was it his ACL? Right? ACL. Yeah, ACL. he tore his ACL, and for a speed slash power rusher like Nick Bosa, like a finesse guy, first of all, he can do it all. But his main thing is definitely. I'd say his speed and finesse. For him just to come back and not miss a beat, and not only that, but excel and get 15 sacks. It is insane. I mean, a lot of people say Dak Prescott, and here we go. I, I would I would say it's probably Dak. Yeah, and here and here we go. It's going to be like, all right, oh, a quarterback is eligible? Give it to the fucking quarterback. Exactly. Like, it's so you stupid. think Kittle's got a case? It's so stupid. Kittle, 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 Kittle was banged up last Kittle, year think, and this year. I think Kittle definitely Ooh. has a case, but don't forget he did play a bit last year. That's well. true. So you know, you know who I th- Speculation real quick. I think... Next year, yeah, someone's gonna win comeback player of the year and MVP. Who thinks so? Derrick Henry. That's, gonna, ooh, that's not maybe. Bad. Hey, maybe. that's awesome. Maybe. Maybe. maybe he's gonna have another two thousand yard season, breaking Eric Dickerson's record. And being the first player with I'm gonna have to pull this up from the I'm gonna have to pull this from the archives yeah, next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there you go. Th- hey, right episode thirty three book it. Okay. Bucket. Episode thirty three. We'll come back to this yep. in your in like your it. time. Yeah. So I, I like Nick Bosa though. It should be Bosa, but you know, Dak has it's a quarterback. Dak's probably gonna win it. It's Dude, bullshit. Da- Dak's it's played bullshit. good. Dak has played good. I'm not telling you he but hasn't I, played I, good. I think Bosa has played better yeah. and deserves it more. So, so but like, it'll can be we, Dak. Can we just please like, again bring up just how I wouldn't say rigged, but just how thirsty the NFL it's fun. is. It's just fun. for thirsty. We're talking about rigged now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just it's how fun. thirsty the NFL is for attention. It is very making fun. like the the sexy positions, like I said, like quarterbacks, receivers be like these two yeah. mainstays like now it's hey, ridiculous let, let's in, come in back opinion. to that part of rigged when we start talking about mvp 
Oh, all right, all right. oh I can't can we, wait okay. can we for Gino hold... to try and make a case for Jonathan Taylor. I didn't even look at his list. I already know what he's going to do. Well, no, <laughs> I, think, I mean, Jonathan Taylor should be right up there, maybe even a tie yeah. with some of the quarterbacks oh, for MVP. No, no. This is oh, such no, a no, good no. running back year, but we'll, we'll get <laughs> we'll on this a little So bit. we have Coach of the Year, we have Offensive Player, Defensive Player, and MVP. What do you want to do next? Uh, I'll do Coach. I'll, you want to do Coach? Yeah. Uh, so my, I'll start off, I guess, because I, I haven't really been pushing my narrative. This one I, I am going to push religiously. Because he he's been the best coach in the league in my opinion, Frank Reich. Frank Reich should win Coach of the Year. Ooh. He took a team that was 0 and three, and he did not skip a beat. They've won I don't even remember how many of their last games, but they've been winning. They're on like a six game win streak, something like that. They're on a, there. They're, they're on a they're on a big win streak, and they went from a team as oh maybe they should start looking to you know pick a quarterback in the draft to okay this guy. This guy has pulled. Yeah, maybe they I should. Think but so this this guy has taken this team to become one of the I would say powerhouses in the AFC. The Colts are one of the teams to beat right now. Now, but here's the thing. They already had a great defense from True. before, right? So you already knew they're going to be in games anyway. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor has been a good player last year too. So and they have one of the best offensive lines in the league. That's exactly. Fair. So that's fair. All but we got to remember this team was. Awful. The but, first, the yeah, first couple yes, of games, they were awful. I wouldn't even say it. they were awful. They, they were, were just, oh, they, they were bad. They were just underperforming. It was bad. Well, well, no, put it this way. They went from a year where Andrew Luck just retired. Right? Yeah. A shock retirement, too. Shock yeah. retirement. Like what? Like two weeks before the season started? Yeah, I know. So and they, the way this team has been able to use quarterbacks, too, they had Phillip Rivers last year and they made the playoffs. Yeah. They had Brissette. That's insane. Yeah. Phillip Rivers but, wasn't but even the, that bad last year. He was pretty awful. He wasn't. To go from Brissette to Rivers... Now Carson Wentz, three different style quarterbacks, and it hasn't skipped a beat. Exactly, it's been consistent. It's been consistent. That's good that, coaching. That's, that's good coaching. But I don't know if I want to say he is the coach of the year. I, I think so. I think when you have a team like that, where people are like, "Oh, this team is pretty awful," and then they come back and they just make this huge playoff run. They and I've said this: they are going to upset a team in the playoffs. I don't care who it's it is. It's not an upset. They're, if they win. The they're playoffs. two. They're two. It is an upset. No, so if the Colts win a game in the playoffs, it's not an upset. Oh, it's gonna be. It, it will so be. What I'm telling you is, you want to talk about a team that was down bad. You look no further than Miami, Florida. Ooh, okay. Brian oh, Flores pick. is my coach of the year. What are they on now? They six game win streak. The most game. useless seven game win streak I must have, say in NFL history. because the they're Miami not making Dolphins the playoffs. Had a seven game <laughs> losing know, streak. Know. They had a seven game losing streak. Now they like all hope was lost. Like the sky was falling in Miami. They were supposed to be good. Tua was supposed to be their savior after Fitz Magic. Okay, who came in and I wouldn't say they saved the day. Okay, but they finally got their shit together, and that's because of coaching. That's Brian Flores. They're on a seven-game winning streak now. First team in history, first in NFL history, to both have a seven-game win and losing streak you know, in saw, the same season. I Just saw so something know. with Tua. I don't know if this is actually factual, but within his first 20 career starts, he has the highest completion percentage at 67%. 67.1. Tua picked it up. Tua picked it up, I will say. I mean, like... The, the Colts were so bad to start the I season. I don't think they're as bad as you're making them out to I think they do. They, lo- they lost they... to the Seahawks. They lost to the Rams. They lost to the Titans. They lost to the Ravens. Okay, but and then, think about then it they the started time. to pick it up. Okay, but hold on. Can I please see Yes. That? You yes. can't even look. Okay, so at this is... At the beginning is... of the season, the Ravens were amazing. Yeah, at okay. the beginning of the season... They slowed down. Yeah, Okay, the, the Seahawks... Titans were great at the beginning of the season. Then Derek Henry got injured. Then everything started shooting. But okay, do you know but... how many teams start off, like, awful, and I was like, oh... 
That's it. So many of them. So many okay, of them. Not, yeah, right. Right. Okay, it's not common for them yeah. to come back. Like, exactly. You know? but what I'm and also, you... look, at this, look at some of the teams they had to beat to be a playoff team. Okay, we go later in the year. They had to beat the 49ers who were picking it up. They lost to the Titans again. Then, okay, you have Jets, Jaguars. You had to play the Bills, and they dominated the Bills in Buffalo. They deserve by credit way. for that, they, for sure. They lose to the Bucks, Then they come back, and they 31-0. The Texans. Then they beat the Patriots, and then they beat the Cardinals. That is no, that. Hi. How are we doing? <laughs> That's that is a coach of the year in my opinion. When you can coach a now, team through grit like that, that is coach of the year. Now this is just throwing a curveball right here, coach of the year. What about Mike Vrabel? Uh, that's another good. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's, that's, a, that's, that's, a, good one. that's a good one. They get Julio. They mm -hmm. lose Derrick Henry. Mm -hmm. And Julio's not been good. They've been barely playing well with A.J. Brown. You have to go through Peterson, Foreman, McNichols. Yep. Yeah. And still be one of the playoff contending teams. I, I that's, a that's, well. that's a good one. That's a good one. Zach Taylor. But uh, maybe. Why don't we talk about Zach Taylor? You know, I think Zach Taylor has a chance to be one soon. Now, if, maybe not maybe this next, year, but I if, think in the future, yes. If, if they play as good, if not better next year, Zach Taylor's in the conversation. Absolutely. I, I already think agree. he's in the conversation. I think that he has... Gained a lot of look at the difference from I know that now Jamar Chase is only a rookie. Yeah, but look at the difference from two years ago to last year. No, and and I'm not and I'm not disputing that in the least bit. But let's not forget that two years ago, what um freaking they still had Andy Dalton, right? And now in, in two and that was right. still Andy Dalton, and then at a point they had like Ryan Finley or like Brian Allen or whatever. You know, yeah. like yeah. Two, I'd say two years ago they were in complete rebuild mode. And nobody really had the no one really had expectations. I will say one thing: the Bengals over the last two years have actually spent some money, and I think yeah. that's something that's actually really benefited them. So I think that Zach Taylor, in terms of schematics and whatnot, great job over the last two years. But mm -hmm. I actually give management more props because look, they signed Von Bell, they signed DJ that was Reader. A great pick. It was Von Bell's they, been amazing. Uh, Jesse Bates. One of the most underrated safeties and players in the league. Okay, um, who's oh, I'm sorry, who's Trey Hendrickson. Trey, yes, Trey Hendrickson. Mm -hmm. He's been going Who off. Yeah, yeah, I never thought he'd do the same as he did last year with the Saints. I, I thought, I thought, I thought it was fall. a one-hit wonder. I did yeah, too. Yeah, I thought it was one of those things where guy plays well in the contract year, White gets guys. paid. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And that's what I thought it was. So I think that Zach Taylor definitely, as the year goes on, or as the years go on, I should say. It definitely warrants. I think that this year it has to be Flores because, like you said, well, it, those four games or those three or four games that they lost, if you lose to the Ravens when they're mostly healthy, yeah. no one's going to blame you. If you lose to the Rams, no one's going to blame you. If you lose to – who was the other one? Uh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, it was the Rams, Ravens, and then – The Titans. The Titans, yes. The Titans with – Titans, with, with Derrick yeah, Henry. Yeah, with Derrick Henry. No one's gonna, like those are three games where if you lose, even if you're Tampa Bay, if you lose, nobody's gonna be like, oh, they suck. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, so I think the Dolphins have had to go through more. I will say. So that's what I'm saying. The Seahawks, for sure, you definitely. Or no, sorry. Game, I think the Colts the, had to go through more. One. I know, think the, I, I think the Colts have gone. I said on the Colts. I think I, the Dolphins I, have had give... easier wins, in my opinion. But then the Colts, we look at the Dolphins' schedule. It's like, okay, you play the Patriots before, like, they were even good. Then you play the Bills. And okay, they barely fine. The then the you way. play the yeah. Raiders. You play the Colts you lose to. You play the Bucks. fine. Then, like, all right, look at the teams they're losing to on this losing streak. The Jaguars, 
the Falcons, they have to play the Bills again, they lose. Then they beat the Texans. They beat the Ravens when the Ravens are, you know, getting but that's, beat that, up. So that was an upset, though. Okay. That was then, an upset. Then they beat the Jets. They beat the Panthers. They beat the Giants. They beat the Jets. They beat the Saints. That's your coach of the year? Let's not forget. Those, those are some time, garbage teams. At the time, the Panthers were considered the prime team. No. At the time. Like, not them. No. no don't for, get me wrong. It's, me, an, it's an impressive win streak, but I think that the Colts schedule has been harder. No, for like. I agree. I say Flores, though, is in the same conversation as we have with Zach Taylor. Sure. Maybe if he duplicates yeah. a good... Uh, I shouldn't even say duplicate like this season. If he gets off to a good start next year and keeps it pretty consistent, then he's... No No one's going to remember this Miami win streak at the yeah. end of the season. People will remember this Colts win streak. Okay, you start off like this and you have like an actual... not Maybe not contender, but a good, good playoff team. Mm-hmm. But, what, but what other coach in my opinion... Like, I got, you, fine, you can say whatever you want, but like, what other coach has their team so down bad, regardless of who you're facing, it's a seven-game losing streak. You are now in the playoffs. As, as like, at, what's today's day? Uh, December 29th, 2021. They're not in the playoffs. They are now, now right? the seventh seed yeah, in the they, playoffs. They are, oh, they are the seventh seed in the playoffs. But it's a shame they're not going to make it. That like, can change. And, and, th- and think, about the, think about the offensive line. Yeah, they line. play the Titans and the Patriots. They're not going to make That Dolphins offensive line is so bad. So bad. They give two in no time. That's a team that has to now adjust from righty lefty, righty lefty with Fitz Magic. I don't. Is Brissette, Brissette's a righty? Brissette's a righty. Yeah. So Brissette's a righty, and it's a hard adjustment because now the right tackle has such a harder job because now he's the blindside blocker of well, the quarterback. Well, now think about you know? it. Lefty please get the Chargers over the Dolphins in playoffs. NFL, lefty quarterbacks please. in this league do not. <laughs> the Dolphins work. are boring to watch. I'm sorry. I want. I would much rather the Chargers in there. Yes, actually, yeah, I would rather have the Chargers in there too. Uh, my, all right, my pick for coach of the year is Rabel, right? Rabel. No, actually, no. I just threw oh, it out really? there because yeah. I, li- I like I mean, the because I do like the. Rabel I haven't heard though. enough about Rabel having the chance of being coach of the year for all they've went through. I do like that pick. No. Um, but I got the Homer pick, and I'm not which I, it's gonna go Belichick if they call it that way. But I think it should be the whole New England coaching staff as a whole. Just gets coach of the year. I'm fears, baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't think that's gonna happen. No, Jake. no, no, no but, it is all Steve Belichick. But it's all, all right. Steve. But the facial expression—it's the, it's the mullet, <laughs> dude. It's, it's the mullet. I thought Belichick should have won it last year. I, I oh, think, I agree. I, I think Belichick should—I—I I more want Belichick to win it last year than this year. I will say that. I completely agree about last year. He should have won it. That, that is who won it last year. Ooh, I forget. Was I it, forget was it, it um, Arians? Uh, uh no, it wasn't. I don't, I, don't, I don't remember. Was it McVeigh? It wasn't right. No, no McVay was it, when they it, went it to the matter. Super Bowl. So Who are cares? we? Are, are we good for the coach of the year? I'm good for coach of the so year. I've said my I've said my piece on. We Frank can Kirk. do offensive player, defensive player, or MVP. Give Let's Give go. me Depoy. I want. Okay. I'm re- I'm ready for this one. I'm ready because I. You know I. I, I want to know. I'll go on three. Do you want I, me to go first? No, I no. I, I, I want to hear Gino first. No, I need I, to hear I this first. I'm tired. Okay, okay. So yeah, let's. Okay, at the count of three, let's all give our defensive player of the year. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Aaron Diggs. <laughs> it's all different. All right, TJ Watt. I, I want to know, and look, you can you can get to TJ Watt, but Gino, why not Trayvon Diggs, Mister <sighs> right. Corner Guru? I will say this: I'm probably gonna agree with whatever Gino says. I said that as a joke. No, oh, I, I know, I know you did. Yeah. So when you look at Trayvon Diggs, I, I've been saying this forever. Okay, I tell my cornerbacks and safeties this when I'm on the field with them. Okay. I tell them, I do not care if you do not get a single interception all year. 
Because guess what that means? It means the quarterback's not throwing to you because you are shutting down your zone or man. You are doing your job. You are doing whatever it is that's asked of you, and you're doing it at an elite level. Trayvon Diggs has given up over 739 yards through the air this year. 11 interceptions. Please do not think this is me saying he sucks. Okay, I am not saying that his ability to make plays should be downplay, downplayed. I think his son's better. <laughs> I, uh, sure, maybe. Uh, I'm not trying to tell you that his, his turnover or his hands ability or his athleticism to make some of the picks that he's made is good or isn't good. But what I'm telling you is... Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Family show. That's why I say it quietly. Do it off camera. <laughs> but what I'm telling you is... When you have so many interceptions, that means the quarterbacks are throwing it your way because you make it so that the receiver for that split second is open. Like, you're getting beat at some point. There is some weakness that the defense is seeing in you that makes the offense or the quarterback want to take advantage of you, right? The price you play of being a ball hog. Like, okay, yeah, you but, make but, great plays, but you give up a lot of yards but, and a, a lot of guys. So, but, okay, but open. what happened when, when Dion? I'm not trying to compare him to Dion, but both legendary, legendary but both Cowboys <laughs> cornerbacks, okay? Nobody, the whole half of the field was taken away when Dion was there. What happened with Revis Island? No one threw it Revis' way, right? Couldn't, you couldn't. You couldn't. Okay, what's happening with Diggs? He either gets the pick or he gets burnt. Look at that Kendrick Bourne play. Yeah. Well, look at that play against Washington with a guy literally the and definition right of him. a 50-50 corner. He gets That's a pick six oh, and then gives know, up a touchdown. Who, who am I thinking of? He was a great Raiders cornerback. He could only play on the left side. Mel uh, Blunt? No, not Mel Blunt. He uh, was um Mel Blunt was Steelers. Namdi Osama. Oh, Namdi Osama. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And, and you know, like, liability cornerback, great cornerback, but still a liability because he could only play on one side. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's and why guys like Ramsey are so valuable. Jalen Ramsey yeah. can play anywhere. He mm-hmm. was my pick for uh, defensive player of the year at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I thought he was gonna get it, but I, you know, there's a, he doesn't have the numbers, but still one of the best corners in the league. But they give it to the guy who wants the number. I for my pick, I think the, <coughs> the defensive player of the year, in my opinion, should be Aaron Donald. This guy is a future Hall of Famer in my eyes, and you need to account for Aaron Donald no matter what, and he still puts up. Good and you numbers. know, I, hold on, real quick, I'm sorry, he's not gonna win it. But I'm I somebody who very rarely goes into like advanced analytics and whatnot. I just looked up in Pro Football Focus. His overall player grade, take a small, uh, take like a wild for, guess. For who? Diggs? For yeah, Trayvon Diggs. It's, it's not high. I know it's not high. I've seen a it. A 73. Any other going guesses? with a 56. Close. Really? Yeah. Oh, that low. Close. I thought it was in yeah. the 60s. I don't close. know what it is. So he's let up a lot of yards, and that's what kills you. 59.9. So yeah, essentially really. 60. Essentially 60. Okay. It's, really it's the yards that it's going to go against. His, I know the yards he's letting up, but. The interceptions and even he's a decent tackler. Forty is on a corner, not great, but decent, yeah. better than other ones. But he's a ball hawk. He's yeah. literally a. If you put it, if you put sense. it in the air near Trayvon Diggs, he's gonna go and try and get up and get okay, it. Okay, but, but but how how much do you value that? Like, yes, he gets a lot of turnover. He has a lot of yards, but you see a lot of the times the teams that win, that they win safety. the turnover battles. I rather have that at safety. Give me Derwin James. Than, Give me uh, Derwin James or Tyron Matthew over t- or Trayvon Diggs any day of the week. No. I'm not saying for defensive no. player of the year. I'm saying who you'd rather have your like who would you I would have still rather roster? Diggs. Give me okay, give okay, me Derwin here. James. Or, who would you rather have, JC or Diggs? Uh, JC. 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 Yeah, exactly. he doesn't. He doesn't yeah. let up. Yeah. Yards. But who's a better player? JC. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying if, oh. we, if we're gonna go when we're saying Derwin James, 
Tyron, JC, or I still think oh, Diggs oh, is I, I was just I was just throwing two names out there that oh, I believe. Okay. I but thought, I was I, I wasn't we saying no, no 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 I'm just saying like because you because you said safeties. So that's oh, why I said Derwin James. Justin like Simmons. Are we, we can't Justin forget Simmons about Justin Simmons. Justin Simmons is a very Simmons, good man. one as well. And Buda Baker. I would take Buda Baker. had an amazing week. Buda Baker. But yeah. I would take Xavier Howard over Diggs, too. I would. I, I would. I, I, I would. quiet this year. Yeah, I'm not a big Xavier Howard. The ball hasn't gone Howard, his way. The ball, hey, are, are we going to discredit a guy who got a lot of picks last year and people stop throwing at him because he's locking shit up? I don't know. Well, maybe. Well, I haven't watched enough film, but I just not, I'm not good on I just never liked him really that much to begin with. But it's <laughs> fair. So. Anyone want to go on their defensive player of the year first? Because well, I mean, we were talking about Donald. I I think that is a safe pick. It's a very anyway. safe. I I think he should win it because I think he's the best defensive player in the league right now. And I I I was hoping that Ramsey would put up the numbers to get it, but I think Aaron Donald is good enough, and he has the numbers to get it. I don't think he's going to win it. I think realistically, a guy like Micah Parsons is probably or Trayvon Diggs because of the which numbers is, is going to get is, it. But I, I think it should be AD. I have an honorable mention for Darius Leonard, though. Oh, my yeah, God. I love Darius, Darius Leonard. Leonard. What? He is a phenomenal player. The mo- I, maybe, I think he's top two for forced turnovers on defense currently. Yeah, yeah. I got, I mean, of course, we were talking about this before, but Bosa has to be in the conversation. Of course. Joey and Nick. Joey and Nick. Yeah. Nick's, Nick's yeah, got now, a better case. Yeah, Nick, got, Nick, yes, but. Now, a very, a kid that's getting his name, it's rising up a little bit, but still quiet. Harold Landry. I like Titans. Yeah. <laughs> You've been high on him for a long time. I've, I've been high on him since He's he was BC at BC Boy. boy. Yeah. I, you yeah. know, that's my yeah. guy. A lot of BC linemen are doing really good. You yeah, know? They're, they're doing work. Yeah, the, Justin uh, Simmons is from BC. Justin Simmons. Yeah. Kerr, who's on the Cardinals now, who yep. was a late-round pick. He's playing pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's getting there. So who was who your pick? Like your official pick? My official pick, I'd probably play it safe and go with AD. AD, I think so, too. Yeah. So, I think because also he's won it, what, the past two years? He's now, not oh, going to win it. I was looking this up later. I was telling June this. If he wins it this year, he'll be the first player to have four defensive player of the year. And he should. He is a Hall of Fame dude. He, he he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. No, it's he not has that close. secured. It is yes. secured. He is tied with two other players for three. It's J.J. Watt and Lawrence Taylor, right? I think it's J.J. Watt and Lawrence Taylor. It, I think it's J.J. Watt and Lawrence Taylor, yeah. yeah. So, Nick, do you have a pick? Did you say already? Sorry. Originally, I was with Trayvon. But I'm so in the middle between him and Aaron Donald. I it's, really, it's hard. It's so. It's, it's such, such, I'm a defensive player. I mean, I I love corners. I love safeties. But like, imagine trying to block that fucking guy. I understand. Man. You can't. You I, you literally cannot block. He guys. trades with knives. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he does, which is insane. <laughs> I don't get how you guys are overlooking. I would say overlooking, but I don't get how you guys aren't seeing that. This is this season by T.J. Watt. Is one of the most phenomenal now, seasons okay. we're ever gonna see. Okay. Think about all I, the players. I can't. I can't say. But no the Steelers suck. Yeah. So, so I'm not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a complete team. Yeah, it doesn't team. have to be a complete team. I, that's fair, but I mean, is, you need to make you know think more of about, an just, to win. It, it, If you know the history of honestly, the NFL, how I think it will end up going, it will be T.J. Watt, just because he didn't get it last year. If that's, that's how it goes. He probably should have gotten it last year. I'll, I'll think about that. the history of the NFL, all the great teams, the great defenses. What is one of them that comes to mind? The Steel Curtain, right? In terms uh, of, I, I, was, I was gonna say the Cowboys of, teams. The, the Purple Man Eaters. Yeah, the Purple, purple Man Eaters. Yes. Yeah, the Purple Man Eaters. You got the Steel bears. Curtain. <laughs> you got the Bear, the Bad News Bears. Give me some Mijo Green. Yeah, <laughs> Mijo. <laughs> 
Let's not forget about that Ravens defense. Ray Lewis. Yeah, Ray. Lewis, Ed Reed, Peter Bulware. Thank dude. you. Were those yeah, early some Deacon Jones? Yes, right. Deacon those early Jones, 2000 Jack Raiders Youngblood. Too, right? Oh, Jack Youngblood. He's different, baby. He's different. <laughs> <laughs> Broken leg and he's still playing like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I love it. Dude, love so it. Don't, don't forget the old uh, Eagles. Defensive line. Yeah, was, um, Reggie White. Reggie White, and what's his name? His last name's Brown, I'm pretty sure. It was opposite of him. Oh, uh, um, D-, D. Brown, it began with a D, right? I forget what it was, but... Was Derek Brown? No. He, he ended up passing away in a car accident. So that's what ended up happening. But they were so... They were complete opposite players, but dominant on the field. Yeah. Um, Reggie White, he'd be in the streets of Philadelphia preaching on the streets, right? Yeah. And the other guy is doing drugs, driving like a maniac, <laughs> drinking all the time. Gilbert but, Brown? Is it Gilbert Brown? Defensive tackle? He lineman? Mm, he was the end. I don't know. Uh, I'm forgetting, but he was it, who, the who knows? But insane duel together. But think about that, though. I No, I completely agree. And yeah. my point is here on the defensive player of the year, the steel curtain. You had Ham, you had Lambert, you had Mean Joe Green. You had all these guys that were just phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal players. Okay, TJ Watt, and think about just like other people too, like uh, Kevin Green. I know Paul Amalu and them as safeties. Mel Blunt. Yeah, Mel, you had we Mel Blunt. You had Casey Hayward. He he deserves to be up there in all time greatest Pittsburgh Steelers defenders, in my opinion. Okay, you just broke James Harrison's record. Yeah, you have exactly. Thank you. I was just about to bring up James Harrison. Yeah. You have a lot of freaking people who have played on the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are now have Hall of Fame studs, and some who I believe in the future are going to have Hall of Fame studs as well. T.J. Watt, in a season, now has the most sacks out of every single one of those players I've just mentioned, and I've probably left a few out. Like, That's fair. Like, mm-hmm. the, um, this is, guys, this is unprecedented. This it's, is, it is unprecedented what we're seeing in Pittsburgh It's right a good now. pick. I just, like, and, I like Aaron Noll more. And, 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 I, I do. Listen, but, uh, but guys, like. The, well, see, the, they're just two great players. Again, it's having, hard. Uh, having Great it's seasons hard. again. It's just hard to pick. It but, really but, is. So this, but again, my, and I, I know you guys understand my point, but like, it's tough for me to hear, oh, I just like him better. When I'm this sorry, man it's... is literally having, in terms of stat, like stats for sacks-wise, a better season than some of the greatest players to walk through the hallways no, of the league history. This is one season compared to their entire I career. I, I, I'm, I'm just saying this. I will say this. I haven't yeah. watched enough TJ Watt this year. Yeah. Because the Steelers it's, it's, suck. It's, Are we going to no, ignore that? No. The Steelers it's, aren't it's, a good they, football they, team? They, they, they blow trunks, all right? They blow trunks, all right? <laughs> God damn it. Fine, Will. We'll, we'll admit it. All right, but good. is he getting double teamed like Aaron Donald? That's what I want to no, know. Because I really no, don't know. I really don't know. No does get double teamed. Not as much as Aaron Donald. He gets double teamed. Okay. Dude, no one gets doubled more he than He gets AD. double teamed by a running back. Aaron Donald gets double teamed by, by linemen. two people by who can play two, fucking left. By a freaking center. My two bears. They really get in there. And you know what? That's that's fair. I'm not going to dispute that. Okay. Like, that's fair because most of the time you'll just have like a chipping tight end or a chipping running back and then an offensive tackle whose feet aren't good enough. Aaron Donald on defense has like a gravitational pull. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sucks in all those defenders. And, and I'm not arguing that. <laughs> I had to do that because of Jake. I had to. But uh, no, he, he literally has a gravitational pull. All the attention goes to Aaron Donald when he is on the other side of the ball, it goes to him. You have to account for him. And, the, you know, they have Vaughn Miller now. Who's more versatile. Yeah. Vaughn Miller has not been playing as well. 
He hasn't. But who, who's more versatile between Donald and Jay Watt? Donald. Donald. You think Donald? it's Donald? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I think it's Donald. You see how fast that man <laughs> runs for his size? You can, you can also put TJ oh, Watt at outside linebacker as well. And you could put Donald at defensive end. I do agree. But... He and does play a defensive end. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm that's what I'm saying. Like you can, you can do both. Yeah. But who, in terms of rushing the passer, I'll give the edge to Donald. But how much? A lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. Just because of his pure strength and technique. I don't think. Hold on. Can Listen, can we can if, we talk about the argument? Uh, uh, people wait, wait, wait. say, oh, when people get filmed. Still. But like, yeah. if, if Aaron Donald's a 100, I'd give TJ Watt a 95. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, I don't, yeah, and I don't think can, that's can we that talk much about of a drop Aaron, off. We talk about and all TJ the time. Watt can cover. How how many times have we said the argument that okay. Oh, when people get film on this guy, you know Aaron Donald's the fucking defensive player of the year. Well, you people you are... know what okay. Aaron Donald's going to do, and he still puts up the no, number. The wait, fact wait, that no. Aaron Donald makes a case, that come on, that's yeah. got to say so. You know that he's coming. You know you have to double-team him, the and he still plays The offense so makes good. their entire game plan focusing on him and him only. And he still yeah. puts up and the now, numbers. Wait, wait, wait. That's now, insane. Now, Gino, you're coming to this point on versatility, right? Mm-hmm. And we've already had our things with Parsons. Why shouldn't he be higher up in the list for Defensive Player of the Year and Defensive Rookie of the Year well, I'm because not, of the versatility, if you want to go that route? Well, I'm not saying that Micah Parsons shouldn't have any mentions. Oh, he's got yeah, a mention for I'm sure. just saying yeah. that at first I would take TJ Watt. I would take Aaron Donald before him. And honestly, I would take Miles Garrett before Micah Parsons. Uh, because Because uh, Miles Garrett also... He's having he's a having a great phenomenal year. year. He's having a okay. great year. Miles and Garrett has a shot at the Hall of Fame too. I'll, I'll say yes. That. Oh, absolutely. But I Ooh, mean, that's another one that when when I when when I say like okay, dudes are like future Hall of Fame. It would be criminal to not mention Miles Garrett. Yeah, he's and, out of and his mind. I I think you could put Micah in the top five, but I think at the most I'd put him is at four. Like the highest rank, sure. I put him as at four. Sure. I'll, and I'll, Trayvon Diggs isn't even going to mention from Gino, nope. right? No, no not, not a singular not one. one. He's overrated. He's not a singular He's one. He's overrated. Hey, I, 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 I respect it. I respect all the picks that we're saying here for Defensive Player of the Year. Damn right I did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Listen wanna, to God's I, Nick. Now <laughs> I want to know oh, here we the go. Offensive Player of the Year. That's what I want to know. Because we keep going back the and MVP? forth. No. Offensive player, oh, offensive player of the because year. Because we keep, we're going to keep right, fighting yeah. on TJ Watt and Donald. I so think, uh, I this offense. might be a little bit of a hot one. I picked Justin Jefferson. That's my pick too. Is it really? Uh, it is. I is it really? It is. I picked Justin Jefferson. I, I really did. And you know what? I, I don't think I would have been ready to make this pick unless I saw what happened last week. Yeah. He, he went up against oh, Jalen Ramsey. Yes. Not, not even that defense. Jalen hold on, hold on. Ramsey. Ram- can we the say best corner can the we admit Ramsey won the day one on one? Well, Ra- Ramsey won Jefferson the day one on one. over 160 yards receiving. That's fair, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't man coverage all day. When they were in man, mono e mono and Jefferson versus Ramsey, Ramsey won most. But let me emphasize <laughs> again. Justin Jefferson was closer to a 200-yard day than a 100-yard day. That's fair. And yeah. that was going against That's primarily fair. Jalen Ramsey. It the wasn't best, primarily. The, undisputed, the Rams the undis- like to do a lot of zone, the, the, the man. Undisputed, I don't know. undisputed best corner in the league, Jalen Ramsey. I, I, Yes, okay, I agree. And while it is impressive, and I, I he's my pick too, but, but I mean, all right. <laughs> I am arguing against my pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Ramsey won the day. I will say that. It was impressive, but I think Ramsey won the day overall. But you have a guy who was putting up like close to re- rookie Randy Moss numbers last year, and this year he's just gotten <laughs> better. The, this dude, 
He has the receptions. He's got the yards. He's got the touchdowns. Make this guy offensive player of the year. Why, well, why not that? Cooper Cup if we're going wide receiver here? Mm. I that, that's a good one too. I think mm. that what just Je- Jefferson has done has been more impressive because we got to keep in mind the Rams have a better overall team. You know that Justin Jefferson. I maybe aside from Adam Thielen, you know that Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver on that field, and he is just he's routing people up, man. Cooper Cup, well, I do think Cooper Cup has played very, very well. He's got Stafford throwing the ball, and Kirk Cousins has sucked. Kirk he Cousins hasn't sucked. He has he's sucked. been Kirk Cousins has been Kirk Cousins. He's the medium Boom. quarterback. And, I've said and, it a thousand and that's, times. And that's who Kirk Cousins is always going to be. Yeah. I mean, Kirk Cousins yeah. has turned it around a lot. And you know, yeah, and, he's and, and, and there have been lot. games where I'm like, Jesus, he's still, like, Kirk he's Cousins still, not bad, you know? He's still his own type of category, but he's, he has turned it around a lot. He's I, thrown a lot I say better. this all the time. Kirk Cousins is the median quarterback. If your quarterback so is suck. no, listen. If your quarterback <laughs> is worse than Kirk Cousins, you he need defines, to look for a new quarterback. If he's better, you're probably fine. He defines but I mediocrity. Still hate him. <laughs> you will define we, I do not praise mediocrity. I won't. <laughs> I'm not praising him. I'm just saying he is who he is. That's fair. Yeah, and he will never be more. He'll never be less. Okay, that's fair. Better quarterback than Colin Kaepernick ever will be. Okay. All right. Hell yeah. All right. So, anyone else have picks? Because I know Will has to go in like in like probably 15 minutes. John Taylor. I will say that. Now, Jonathan Taylor. All right, well, we, we have MVP. Oh, we have MVP. So, any last words for offensive rookie? Oh, or offensive, offensive player. player, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, because it's going to be, it won't be a quarterback, I think. So, it's either going to be a running back or a wide receiver. So, it's either going to be Jefferson, Cup, or Taylor. Okay. So, I'm, I'm taking Taylor. I'm going with Taylor. So I wanted MVP. to be Lamar at the beginning of the MVP. season until he started MVP. You boys go. down. MVP, give me Aaron Rodgers. Give me Aaron Rodgers. I agree. This guy has been the best quarterback in the league this year. He had a stinker in the first game. But year... He should be in jail. <laughs> year, year after year, Aaron Rodgers is just amazing, and it blows my mind. And he deserves it. He's been consistently the best quarterback. He's been the best player on the field when he's played. He's got the numbers to back it up. He's got the record, and that stuff's important to me when it comes to the MVP. So give me Aaron Rodgers. Uh, guys have had other good seasons, but it's got to be Aaron Rodgers. We, we can't just, oh, Aaron Rodgers has a good year, another good year. Oh, let's look at other. Oh, Jonathan Taylor, even though he played bad the first couple of the years. Oh, he's yeah, or this team was bad. Yeah, but still, he had a, the first couple of games. I mean, he was bad. No, he wasn't wait, bad. No, His is team Aaron was bad. Rodgers going to break Brady's touchdown interception ratio this year? I don't think so. No. Okay, I thought I thought he was it was close to the ratio. So Nick, you're in agreement, right? That Aaron Rodgers is gonna win the MVP. I'm in agreement. Jake, what do you think? As much as I'd love to say, uh, Jonathan Taylor, I know how the award works because going back to the whole rig thing, I think Rodgers will win it back to back. Do you want Jonathan Taylor to win that? I do want Jonathan Taylor. I do want I always want running back to win. Me too. But you know Derrick Henry should have won it Derrick last Henry year. Derrick Henry should have won it last year. 2,000 yards. He should have won it. He's a beast. He can't be stopped. Cold He's flag. Let's Cold go. Flag. Cold flag. Hey, he's still one of the top rushers. For this season, and he's been out most of the year. He has, and that's true. He's still like if Derrick Henry five. stayed healthy, he would have won it. Yes. I swear, Derrick Henry. That's what he got. <laughs> <laughs> so probably here's my pitch on Jonathan yeah. Taylor. Okay, okay. The Green Bay Packers, when Aaron Rodgers was out due to COVID nineteen issues, okay. Jordan Love was in, and you know what? It was an ugly game. <laughs> okay, listen, listen to me. Don't get me listen, started. Listen to me. It was an ugly game. But that team stayed in it to the very end. 
Okay. Doing no part to Jordan Love, might I add. That what, listen, what, regardless of how he did it, didn't play. I'm not telling you he played good. <laughs> I gave him a D plus. I gave him a D plus for the game. What happened? That team against one of the hottest teams in the league right now, the Kansas City Chiefs, remained in the game. They remained in the game. Okay, so I'm not trying to tell you that Aaron Rodgers isn't important. Please don't think I'm trying to say that. Fair, fair. Okay, please. But what I'm telling you is, against the hottest team in the league right now, okay, and against the, one of the best overall teams in the league just in the last couple of years, with Jordan Love, an uh, inexperienced quarterback on pretty much every level, like, on any level in the NFL, they stayed in the game till the final whistle. What have the Indianapolis Colts done without Jonathan Taylor this year, or what would they be doing without Jonathan Taylor? I still think they'd be a pretty good team, but... I mean, they, so they in in no. previous years, what were Marlon Mack and Nyheim Himes doing? They were an average yeah, running attack. They, were, they, were they are now the Jonathan most, Taylor and, for sure elevates. This. Yes, and that offensive line, with the exception I would I believe of Eric Fisher, has remained the same. And don't forget, they had Anthony Costanzo, who was pretty much as good as Eric Fisher. I look. Okay, I tackle. appreciate the pitch. I appreciate the Jonathan Taylor pitch. Listen, but Jonathan, I think Jonathan I think that when we come to, when we come to seasons, I think that Aaron Rodgers, what he has done, is more valuable than what Jonathan Taylor has done this year. Because I think the Packers without Aaron Rodgers are awful. I think they're awful. So I, I think they're a garbage so wait, 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 team. Wait, all right. Put this You're way. telling me you don't think um, Aaron. Aaron Jones can lead that offense. No, no. Really? And no, Devontae Adams. And Adams. No, Adams. absolutely not. So, but okay, so let me put it oh, to you man. this way. Let me put it to you this Mercedes way. Mercedes Lewis. Yes! Randall <laughs> Cobb! <laughs> MVP! Mercedes Valdez Scantlin! Alan Lazar! Hello, Harry! Shut up! So, we saw, okay, we saw against, I'm sorry, the New England Patriots. The Colts obliterated the Patriots on the ground. Carson went through that ball 12 times, and he had one pick, I believe. He had one interception, and he had about three more that should have been picked. Yeah. So that's one interception and three more. Out of the, we win so, that game if J.C. Jackson picks so, up that ball yes, in the fourth quarter. So a quarter of, of Carson Wentz throws should have been intercepted in that game. A quarter, 25%, and he threw 12 times. That's awful. Okay, Jonathan Taylor allows Carson Wentz to have his weaknesses hidden. The, Jonathan Taylor is the... Everyone's saying, oh, Carson Wentz is having a bounce back here. I mean, yes, but that's, again, because Jonathan Taylor is attracting so much defensive attention that they're allowed to get away with having Carson Wentz as their quarterback. What would happen if Jonathan Taylor goes out? The game plan completely changes. Carson Wentz has to throw, and he makes really good throws every now and again. But, but then what? He looks like shit. Yeah. He looks like shit. And, and Jonathan Taylor, I'm telling you, is the glue that is holding the offense of the Colts together. That's fair. And, That's fair. And, and they're I'd like, argue the coaching is more valuable. Yeah, right. But <laughs> listen, whatever way you want to put it, Jonathan Taylor is the reason that team is where it is. Carson Wentz, they, like I said, they are now allowed to have Carson Wentz at the quarterback position because of Jonathan Taylor. I, I, and like I said, I appreciate the pitch. You know, I do. I think he should finish second, but I think first it should be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, man. This guy just year after year performs, and I think because, oh, Aaron Rodgers is having another good year. Oh, can Aaron Rodgers really win back-to-back MVP? Oh, let's look, start looking at other positions. That's what it feels like. Because yeah. this dude just outperforms himself every year. And then we're like, oh, well, maybe there's a running back. No, it's Aaron Rodgers. When you have the, these type of seasons, it has to be an MVP year. Honestly, and it has to be. I think you'll see a lot 
this whole race come down to Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs? Because they, be. they give well, it right before the Super Bowl? Yeah. I think so. That's going to be decided. I think so they, so, so here's they the vote at the end of the season. Has, though, right? Aaron Rod- no, sure. has Aaron Rodgers done anything that you have never seen from Aaron Rodgers? No. Has Jonathan Taylor done anything that you've never seen from Jonathan Taylor? Yes. Okay, but the, the fact that we have seen this from Aaron Rodgers and it's still amazing. Especially with the offseason that he had. Yeah. And I'm not discrediting that. If you guys heard, he is still deciding retirement after the season. He did say that. Yeah, he I did say that. He might. <laughs> he still might, which is crazy. But uh, See, here's the thing. I, I just really and truly in my heart believe that Jonathan Taylor is the reason that this team is where it is. Let's say that... And Aaron, okay. Aaron Rodgers is the reason that his team is where he is, okay, so okay. which is wait, the best so team okay, in the okay, No, no, no. Pause right here, Gino, right? Yeah. We're talking about going back to the TJ Watt, breaking Steeler great <laughs> records. Yeah. What did Aaron Rodgers just do? He broke he, a lot of Brett Favre. He broke up Brett Favre's touchdown record, right? Exactly. One of the greatest quarterbacks... In the league. And it's just another year for Aaron Rodgers, well, I, it was, which is insane. And, exactly, but that, but, and, and that's a fair point. But like you said, it is just another year for Aaron Rodgers. It's another amazing year. I, it, and I completely and completely agree with you. And I will say it to the day I die. He is the most talented, talented quarterback I've ever seen. Not greatest, okay? The most talented on the football field quarterback I've ever seen. Fair. They are the, the like. What would have happened if the Packers faced any other team? Maybe not any other team. But what would happen if the Packers faced the Jaguars? Jordan Love would have looked all right. No, all right, no, all right. He would have I refuse. Right. He would have looked all right, and the, and the Packers would have won the game. They went up against what is now a stout Chiefs defense. They are now good. Okay, like they're now pretty good. Spagnola sends the pressure. Chris Jones and Frank Clark are finally working out. Hitchens and Nick Bolton are good on the second level. And then the secondary with Fenton and uh, Hilton and then Tyron Matthew and Sorensen and Thornhill have actually done pretty well. Listen, I'm telling you. Oh, oh, you guys picked up both Aaron Rodgers too, right? Yeah. Okay. As, 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 much, no, as much as I want Jonathan Taylor, I'm going to say it. I know how this league is rigged. But <laughs> okay. it'll be Aaron Rodgers. And I will say this about Chris Jones. His best moment came oh, at the here combine. We go, here we go. Okay. His best moment came at the combine. Chris Jones. Chris Jones, run the 40. Look it up, look it up. Look it up, look, guys. Look it up children, look it up. <laughs> no, small <laughs> children. No, no, it's small children. Don't look it up. Uh, well, you know who, at the end of the day, just really deserves the MVP out no, of everyone no, no. in the universe? And want to know who I'm very disappointed we didn't hear any predictions from at all? That's true. John Brown! <laughs> guys, I will say this on the last thing. John Mann just passed away. So oh, rest in peace. I want to say rip to a legend. One of the greatest coaches of all time. One of the best color uh, color commentators of all time as well. I agree. So I look at this water jug. <laughs> <laughs> Love John. You Biden. have the father, mother, ju- uh, the father and mother uh, water jug. Maybe water jug. I love that. Uh, rest in peace to John, man. Uh, also, make sure you follow us on Instagram, social media, all that stuff. Only uh, <laughs> Rip to a legend. And uh, yeah, you want to see some only fans? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Before Jake says anything. Bye. <laughs>